Shut up and sit down. Well, they say all good things come to an end. What's that got to do with this show? <laughs> nice ride. It's a nice ride. When you're on a nice ride, riding with your best friend. Nice ride. It's a nice time. When you're on a nice ride, riding with your best friend. Oh, I like to ride my bike. You are listening to the Dialed Podcast with Matt Lee Grand, Evan Price, Lance Hepler, and Jake Von Turing. Want to control your destiny? Well, this little green frog once said, Life's like a movie. Write your own ending. Yeah, I like that. Thinking this morning, walking and driving is so boring. It doesn't cost much, and there's no gas. It's I tell him that I loved him. Hi, and welcome back to the Dow Podcast. I'm Jake Fonder, and I'm here with Matt LeGrand. What's up, ladies and gentlemen of the internet? You guys look freaking fantastic. Ooh. It's always fantastic, too. <laughs> <laughs> and coming to us over the uh, Verizon network again, Lance Friggin' Hepler. With an, with an emphasis he- on friggin' right now. Just friggin' Hepler. That's just, his name. The most hated man in uh, Clark County at the moment. Yes, <laughs> I have to and maybe certain parts of Arizona too. I don't know. <laughs> That's gonna be possible. How are you guys doing? We're good. Yeah. What's new? Not much. Not much, Lance. You're, I'm great, man. You're looking I, like a little like little tan there, dude. Oh yeah, jackhole. Make sure you're I putting just, sunscreen. Are you using sunscreen every day? I did not today. I just uh, finished like a, a six mile ride that took like four hours with like five thousand feet of climbing. Just like an hour ago and we drove back and I like rushed in here to do this. So I think I did get a little bit of sun today. Yeah. So no sunscreen though. Sunscreen up, dude. I did. I was, I was covered head to toe. It was like 45 degrees when we started. Oh, so okay. I, I didn't put any on my face. So I always forget to, cause it just sweats in the pulse. Do they apply that for you down there, Lance? Do they, do That's they the level of service lather it up are, and rub you down? There, there are uh, um, big, huge jugs filled with uh, sunscreen all over the place in the garage. So, yeah, they, they probably <laughs> if we ask. Awesome. All right. Well, let's uh, let's do a podcast, boys. We're talking about Willis. Bro, what are you talking about, man? What are you talking about? What? What are we talking the about? Are you talking about? You don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. What are we talking about? I don't know. I think I think I have a topic for this week. How about this? What's that? Let's talk about jackholes who go to cycling camp before training camp and do cycling stuff for like weeks on end. Let's talk about training camp. Cycling vacations. Cycling vacations. So there should be like a cycling. theme song just for that alone, right? Yeah. Cycling vacations. That, that could use a theme song for sure. <laughs> yeah. All right. It's well, a time, it's a timely subject matter. Let's first start by talking about what the hell Lance Hepler's up to right now. If you're not following him on Instagram and Facebook and Strava, you probably don't know, but Lance is down in Arizona somewhere playing bikes in a very grandiose way. 
what where are you at, Lance? What you got going on? And what's this place called? Um, I'm in Tucson, Arizona at the at the cycling house. Uh, the cycling house is a it, it, it's a, a cycling vacation thing that was developed by a couple of young guys almost almost 20 years ago. They were in their 20s when they started this. Owen and I don't know Owen's last name and Brendan Halpin. And uh, they were kind of pros that weren't like going to be moving on or up in the ranks and they decided to start this and it just kind of developed from there so they have a property here in tucson arizona that they do week-long cycling trips for people it caters to all levels of cyclists um and they 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 usually run from december through march down here and then they do trips in in Montana, and they also do trips all over uh, Europe as well, Mallorca and Tuscany, and yeah. So these guys unlock the key to like success and riding bikes and doing everything and having fun doing it. And they're hosting camps at their own place, and then they go all around the world doing the same thing. Yes, it oh. is a brilliant. It's brilliant. Now, COVID actually was very difficult for them, but oh, it yeah. has been good thing for them now that we're kind of through all that but oh yeah it yeah they just they just they meet new people every week they have i don't know seven or eight different guides that rotate through on the different trips and you know there's 15 to 20 people here at a at a you know every week and uh it's been a lot of fun okay so give us a breakdown of what each day looks like you know you you wake up in the morning and then what happens a gourmet chef here that oh, just wow. that just cooks for us everything. Um, most people know that I'm vegan. I let them know beforehand that I was vegan. She makes me a special plate every night. I have not like I did not want to be like singled out. I was try not trying to be difficult. And she just like, hey, no problem. This is your vacation, so you know we will take care of you. So she makes if they have like. They had like braised pork shoulder last night and, and I had jackfruit, you know, hmm. braised jackfruit. There you go. My, yeah, close. In the rice. Kind of. Yeah. So it, it was really, it was really very good. So, um, yeah, you wake up in the morning, there's stretching session and, you know, gourmet breakfast. Uh, we usually leave on a ride about nine 30 in the morning. The rides have been, oh, roughly 50 miles each day. Um, can I ask you, the idiot. Can I ask you a question what? about this real quick? So on on the rides, I'm I'm guessing how many there's what'd you say, twelve people there? Twelve people. Okay. Yeah. Of the twelve people, I mean, there's gonna be some disparity between ability levels and fitness and all that other stuff. How do they handle that when the root group gets separated? They have like people that'll stay behind with slower people or is it regroups or is it is it not training? Yes. It, so yeah, so um yeah. I am by far the fastest guy here this week, uh, but there is another guy from England who is roughly my age who came over for the week, and um, I've been able to ride with him all week. So you know, so far it's been great. He stays with me. He will stay on my wheel. He will take a few pulls, but we've been trying to kind of stay together so that we're not both kind of alone. So luckily, we're about the same. If I am going a little bit harder, there is. All of the guides are extremely good cyclists. So I'm going, 
there's been a few there's been a few big long downhill rolling segments which are kind of my jam that I have gone like full gas on and one of the guides he's probably in his mid 20s I don't know how old he is but he's on a gravel bike keeping up with me no problem oh nice so that's how he kind of yeah. like neutralizes himself just a little bit huh <laughs> that, that's great yeah so and like today I mean the ride was only like 55 miles but most people only did 40 and i ended up kind of way ahead of the group so they sent me down a spur road for like an extra 10 miles so that i would finish more or less with everybody else how many guides are going out on each ride there's two guides so there's one that kind of stays with the front and one that stays with the back and make sure everybody's okay but with me and this other guy from england they have I, I know they, they put out the routes every day. I'm able to download the routes. I've always got the route on my computer. And so they kind of don't worry about me. They're like, Oh, Lance is fine. He's got the route. It's going to be okay. They just, he just gives me a couple directions and says, go for it. Have a good time. Yeah. Cool. So any issues for you thus far on on any of the routes? No, that's good. Yeah. Whatsoever. Cactus needles. I have, I have not, I have not crashed. I have not gone off road into the cactus. It's, uh, it's been pretty good. The, the big day, the finale of this camp is to climb Mount Lemon, um, here in Tucson. And that's roughly like a 23 mile climb and gains, uh, 5,500 feet, almost 6,000 feet in 25 miles. So that's the last day, Mm -hmm. Saturday. So. So that will roughly be like a, a three-hour climb. You know, if people have heard of Mount Lemon. It's it's sure. the proving ground down here. So gotcha. Okay, yeah, that's just- so let, let's finish out. Let's round out the day. So you finish up your ride. You head back to the compound. There. What what does this compound look like? What's what's it? What's the the feel of the place? Up uh, there is it's a giant, beautiful place. Everybody's in bedrooms that have their own bathrooms. I'm out in the yurt because I was one of the last ones to uh, uh, um, to agree to come or whatever or register for it. But there's a pool and there is a uh, hot tub and the gourmet chef will have hors d'oeuvres for you. And there might be a stretching session and then um, they announce dinner and then there's some fancy they serve you dinner. It's not like a buffet. It's like. It's, it's kind of, it's, it's cycling vacation. They really take care. (laughs) It's, uh, it's been pretty cool. So that's kind of how the day works out. So you wake up breakfast, you go ride for three or four hours, you come back, you eat lunch, you go sit in the hot tub, you take a nap and then you eat dinner and then you're in bed by eight (laughs) 30. That's awesome to me. Oh, and then your wife just dropped you off there, blew you a kiss and said, have fun at, Camp Lance. Yep. <laughs> that is fantastic. So far, so good then, yeah? Yeah, it's been fantastic. Do you want to... Uh, so, I'm in the year... I'm going to walk through the... So you can kind of tell everybody what... Lance just left his yurt. But walking on some gravel. I'm walking on gravel. There is cactus in the, the background. Yurt. Yep. Wait, Lance is um, getting attacked by a large scorpion. <laughs> Just kidding. That is a beautiful Ooh, property. Wow, Look nice at that. Cool. And some people sitting uh, with in this father. A bunch of lovely ladies. 
Hello. <laughs> That's funny. Cool and yeah, cool and this big nice deck area, and so it's it's really comfortable for stuff like this. Gotcha. So they they go ahead. We're gonna be heading down for our team training camp to Tucson in about a month's time. Uh, as a matter of fact, I think it's like a a month from Saturday, if I'm not mistaken. But um, yes, how far away are they from where we will be staying? Do you have any idea? Yeah, that that house is roughly the the house that we've rented yeah. is roughly uh, like four miles from here. You're kidding me. From here. It's close. <clears throat> That's nice. Now, have you had a chance to go check out that house, that property? I haven't been there yet. It's got a big, um, it's got a big private gate uh-huh. on it, and we owed to get in it yet, so I haven't tried to to get in it yet. Gotcha. So. Okay, now you just walked through a garage that looked a little bit more like a bike shop over there. Do they have uh, full mechanic services? Are they like running through and tuning your bike for you every night? They're not bikes. This is Zeb. This is hey, yeah. This is uh, <laughs> Matt. Hey, what's up? How's it going? Well, glad to be on the podcast. Nice to have a little bit of well, it's audio, but that's, that's right. Of the uh, one of the guides, and he's also the photographer. No, oh, nice. Wow, these two guys are. <laughs> he, he photographs and GoPros things, and has you know whatnot. So it's been all good. It well, might still be it's still being too noisy. No, 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 okay. Wait, good. we should they're, ask they're him all this. kinds of camera questions. Go for it, Matt. Ask him. Brand of camera? Do you preference for? Do you have a preference for like uh, brand of cameras? I've been a Nikon guy forever. Nikon. I feel like I should be- Canon guy, but I've been doing Nikon. Nice, Good. nice, yeah. sweet. S- stick with what yeah. works, especially if you have lenses, right? Yeah, the glass gets exactly. expensive. Yeah, <laughs> very cool. Um, what's your background in cycling? Are you a X Pro ish Conti guy? Or are you one of them or Tour Tour de France? There no, you go. Like just... <laughs> <laughs> no, a bunch of cycle uh, cyclocross. Oh, oh cool. nice. Maybe- Mainly cyclocross, yeah. and you're from from Missoula. From Missoula, oh, Montana. Okay. Yeah. okay, there you go. Very cool. All right. Well, um, we appreciate that. Now, is is Lance being a, a good camper down there? Is he behaving himself, or has he been quite the pain in the ass? Yeah. <laughs> I'm out a few. Um, <laughs> Couple timeouts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm off the front. I'm causing problems. They've had to wrangle me. It sounds about right. I mean, yeah. I think we may have done that or dealt with that once or twice in our day. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, this Jacob, he's another one of the guides here. He's actually our trip leader, our co-trip leader for the week. And yes, and this is Michael Loomis. Hey. He is also uh, the co-trip leader for the week and one of the guides. So, hey, Michael and Jacob, question. Oh, yes. I just wanted. I, I'd love to get a little bit more of a breakdown as to like what, how this brainchild came together, how yeah. it's going, and and kind of what your thoughts are for the future with it. It's an awesome idea. The cycling house, you mean? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll let you take it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Owen Gu, GUE, is the uh, he's the founder and owner of the cycling house, and he used to race professionally, and he came down here for training camps, and they use the same model in pro training camps where they all stay in a house, they have a chef, they have a masseuse, they go out and do rides, they all come back, live together while they're doing the training camp. 
and he thought, wouldn't that be great if we did that for um, just normal folks like us, normal riders? And so that's how the whole thing started. And he started by just renting a house down here in Tucson uh, for the season and then bringing people down. And it, it's grown over the last, this is the 18th year. 18th year, six wow. Years, yeah. Yeah, about years ago, he was able to buy this house. So he bought this house. Um, on a deal has put a crap load of work into it. Um, it was a, it was a bank owned property that they were able to get pretty inexpensively. So yeah. and okay. put a bunch of work into it. Yeah. Nice. It's been vacant for about, about it. Yeah. And we've, but it's on the perfect side of town because we're right near Mount Lemon and some really, couple of really good rides right out of the house. So we don't have to do a lot of shuttles. We did a shuttle today down South, but most of the time we're riding right out of the house, you know? And so, yeah, it's it's a great concept, and um, you know, bring really brings people together because we're all hanging together in one place instead of being at a hotel and everybody goes off to their room. We all stay together and we all see each other in the morning, coming out for that first cup of coffee, you know, before you get your game face on. So, gotcha. um, it's 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 yeah. No, it seems good. like you guys are doing just well. How tough was it during COVID for you guys to keep things going forward? It was it was pretty rough. I don't think. Either of us were, were actually with when COVID broke out, but um, um, I used to work for Moots, and we used to do a lot of partnering with the cycling house, and so I've known Owen for many years. And um, yeah, for any any kind of tour business, it was rough. These guys put together, they started doing some private trips. They moved to a different venue here in Tucson where they had uh, individual cabins mm-hmm. to keep people separate. But for the most part, they were almost completely shut down for a year, um, and then slowly, gradually brought it back. Good. Yeah, it's uh, that was tough for a lot of folks, but it's awesome to see that you guys are thriving. From what Lance is saying, you guys are doing quite well, and it sounds like things are pretty busy down there. So kudos to you guys. Hats off for for running a great business model. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. It's yeah. been pretty pretty awesome. That's for sure. We <laughs> yeah. have last already. Right. Jacob's the guy that has been kicking my ass. <laughs> uh oh, you froze up there. Yeah. Perfect timing. Yeah, Lance. If you uh. Nope. Oh. You just froze up. We missed that. You said Jacob is the guy that was kicking your, and it froze. So sorry about that. <laughs> Gravel bike. He's the one keeping up with me. Or yeah. nice. I'm keep up. With several I things. don't know, man. My my legs, my legs are in a world of hurt right oh, now. That makes me feel better. <laughs> oh. No, Lance. Will you guys strictly just do road? Or are you guys gonna do some gravel down there as well? Week is just a road camp, okay. so um, they do have gravel and road camps both. But this week is just a road camp. I did bring my gravel bike, and I might sneak away tomorrow afternoon for a little gravel adventure. But we'll kind of see how that goes. Yeah, excellent, cool. Anything else you guys want to tell us about the cycling house? Anything that you want to share with uh, the people that listen to this? And it's kind of crazy, but I think we're at 35 countries from around the world where people listen to this podcast and we get quite a few different unique listeners all the time. So if you want to take a second to, to plug your your uh, your outfit there, that'd be fantastic. Yeah, uh, the thing with the cycling house that I noticed is that it, there's a, a real feeling of a team between the people that we work with here. Um, everybody pulling together and it's just amazing how many how much repeat business we get it's we always have people that have come on five six seven trips people come to the cycling house year after year after year because they get an experience here a rich experience that they don't get anywhere else in their in their cycling vacation so um it's for a lot of people it's more than a vacation they'll come down here and and it's training 
that it's fun. So, um, you know, that's that's what we all get out of it. That's a testament. Yeah, that's all about Yep. Testament that you're doing something right if you got that much repeat business. That's fantastic. Is the best place for people to find you thecyclinghouse.com? That's yep. correct. Okay. Yep. That's the place. Yep. Excellent. Yeah. Jacob, anything else? Yeah, I was just going to say that that model really um, really is the same wherever, wherever we're doing trips. So we do a lot in Tucson, Montana, um, some in Mallorca, some in, in Italy, and um, – any anywhere you go, you're eating great food. That's that's very cycling specific. We've got chefs that are making making that food for us, and that dinner is always a great spot to bring us together. Where um, people are going out, maybe doing having slightly different experiences on the bikes, but we always come together, share a great meal. Um, and every trip, you're meeting amazing people from different backgrounds, different cycling backgrounds, and professional backgrounds. Um, and just just building relationships through through common business, which is awesome. Gotcha. Yeah. Hey, the quick. food the food has been has been unexpectedly exceptional. <laughs> it has been very. That's good. Yeah. Just out of curiosity, is there a cap on the number of people that you will take in for a given week? Uh, generally, it's about fifteen here, fifteen, sixteen. Okay. You know, some of it's just the number of bedrooms that we have, how many singles there are, and that kind of thing, but. Generally, 15, 16 is kind of a, you know, we don't go too much over that. Montana gravel camps, I know a couple times we had a little bit higher number, which we have to get you on one of those trips, Montana gravel. I, man. Think I yeah. need to do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, I, I ask because we've got a cycling team, and we're going to actually be down there in a month for our training camp, but we just rented a house. But what you guys are describing here sounds awfully spectacular. We might have to change some things up in the future and try this out. Totally. We're a lot of private trips. So, you know, you can talk to the office about, about doing a private. So we keep some weeks open just to do, uh, you know, private bookings. Okay. That'd be fantastic. Cool. Well, Hey, appreciate the time guys. Unless there's anything else we have to say or you want to talk about. (laughs) Thank you. Lance, Lance, Lance. Yeah, I know. You're a jackhole. I, I hate you that much more, dude. <laughs> I said, I hate you just a little bit more, dude. Just a little bit more. Just look at it like walking around. It's like these beautiful, like Adobe looking buildings. And you've got these large cactus and just beautiful countryside. You can see some rolling hills in the background and uh, open, like spacious patios with huge, like seating and outdoor refrigerator. Oh, Lance is grabbing a beer out of the fridge right now. Did you see that, Matt? Oh, yeah. He already put it away. <laughs> He already he already put it down. Yeah, he's crushing it. So, are you uh, are you going to be a little bit sad? Are you a little bit pre sad that you have to leave on? Is it this weekend? Uh, yeah. Well, we leave Sunday morning. It's it's been um, it's been fantastic. Okay, it's been better than I expected for sure. So thus far, the routes have they been quality? Are you talking about good bike lanes down there? Are you talking about you know? Not too much like steep, egregious climbing. Is it rollier? Or just describe the routes a little bit that you've seen thus far. Um. Uh, yeah, the first day we rode like the first uh, like three or four miles of Mount Lemon, so it was just kind of hey, Tucson has it has a hundred and fifty miles of dedicated bike lane in Tucson. Wow. So, uh, yeah, so around the city of Tucson, so and they're very good about. Um, trying to protect those 
cycling. And so every road, almost every road has like a dedicated bike lane. And I haven't, I mean, I've, I've been here for almost a week already and I, I can't remember an incident with a car buzzing me yet. Wow. So, and I've been riding every day. So in general, do you see a lot of cyclists out there riding around or is it just your group that you've been seeing? So on one of the bike lanes, on one of the bike lanes, there's a, there's a bike counter that when you go by and, and uh, what was it? I went by it on January 30th and there'd already been 15,000 cyclists that had gone by that spot. Oh, wow. And that started over at the beginning of the year. Yes. Wow. And, and went through that day. It was like three in the afternoon and we were like the 400th cyclist that had gone through that little spot that day. So that's a pretty cool little yeah. thing. I, can you imagine having something like that around here? We, I think just we to, need something like that just to remind people, people that there's like there are bikers on the on out. the road, and yeah. it's like there's a lot of bikers on the road, and it's share the roads. It, you know? Well, not to mention the fact that people that maybe don't ride or don't go out on the roads, maybe they'll see that. Maybe that would inspire them. Like, maybe. hey, there's that many people riding their bikes. Maybe I can do that too. I could I see know. something like that on our little bike corridor, sure. Whatever McGilvery, yeah, stretch, yeah, the two bridge loop over there, all those little common roads. Something, something. Put something out we in front of Matt, or in front of uh, Lance's house. There you go. Getting ready to ride over the two hundred five bridge. Lance will account for quite a few of those. Fit my, fit my driveway, every cyclist that goes by. <laughs> but, um, yesterday we did a ride through um, Saguaro National Park. Um, on the east side of town and there's an eight mile loop that has like perfect pavement and it is it is rolling the whole thing is like rollers it's like built for me except there's one like mile and a half long climb in the middle of this like eight mile loop but i did like a couple laps of it because it was so good so that's pretty fantastic and then and we we, we rode out to this spot called colossal cave which uh, which also had some just fantastic roads. Plus, you know, there's a bunch of pros that winter here, right? Um, Quinn Simmons spent a bunch of time here. Um, Michael Riccitello, or Riccitello, I don't know how you say his name. He was also uh, here before they both went over to the the Tour de San Juan um, in in Argentina. Um, Keegan Swenson and Russell Finsterwald and a bunch of big gravel pros. They all winter here. Um, He's riding a lot of the same roads. Keegan and Fincy are both riding a lot of the same roads that that uh, that we've been riding, you know, for the last couple of days. So okay, that's so. One, one more quick question on the routes. I know that you still need to finish out the week. You've got a couple more rides still to do. Do you think you'll have a pretty good idea of some routes that we can put together for our training camp down there? I know that we've got our, yeah. our teammate Dustin uh, Gotchel who's gonna. Um, help have some input there as well because he lived down there for a decade and um, definitely has some ideas. Um, but I think between the two of you, I think we could probably come up with some pretty good routes. Yeah. Yes. He has suggested uh, some of the same routes that we have ridden. Um, yeah. Dustin, our teammate has suggested some of the same spots. So gotcha. yeah, pretty cool. So plus I have another buddy who lived there, uh, Gary Allen. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he, his wife is good friends with my wife, and so I showed up, and he he's a former like, he's a former professional writer as well, 
but he's also my age, roughly. I think he's 52 or 53. Interesting, Gary Allen is the younger brother of Mark Allen, the oh, yeah. six-time Heard of him. and world champion. Hmm. So, um, uh, so he's the younger brother of Mark Allen, so he knows a lot about triathlon and triathlon. Gotcha. Now, Mark Allen. doesn't he call the Pacific Northwest home, but he spends time between here, Tucson, and France, if I'm not mistaken? Yes. Um, they owned a soccer team in France. As uh, in, in past tense? They, as in sold it? That is, that is past tense. They no longer own it. Oh. So they, they don't have that anymore. They have Their business and home was based in Vancouver, but um, they have bought a house here in Tucson and are more or less living here now and renting their renting their house in Vancouver out as an Airbnb. Oh, so, so will we see them yeah. up here anymore? Or is it pretty much done and that's their, uh, their new stomping grounds down there? They'll still come up here occasionally, uh, up to Vancouver occasionally, but um, gotcha. they'll spend down here. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. I got another question for you. This is the one that everybody's asking. This will be the tough one. I'm sure you're going to be okay with sharing this. A lot yeah. of people are hearing about all these fancy, cool things that you're doing down there at this camp. What kind of a price tag are we talking about for I the know. week? People don't like to talk about price, but but you got to know because like three the, three thousand, four thousand bucks for this week, or is that kind of the range? What do you think, Jake? Thirty two hundred bucks. <laughs> it was thirty three hundred dollars. Oh, wow. it was close. Okay. <laughs> I think I only remember so, that because somebody mentioned that to me maybe like five or six months ago. But um, yeah, but still, you're getting. I mean, you're getting fed. Yeah, so expensive. So it is expensive. It's it's housing. It's food. I mean, you don't you don't have to do anything. Obviously, I mean, you can see I'm laying in bed now, just waiting for dinner to be ready because I don't have to do anything about that. But they, they are spendy for the week. But that's why it's like a it's a cycling vacation. I mean, when we do our team training camps, it costs each one of us roughly a thousand bucks when we do team training camps. But that also includes the, the airfare. So correct. Yeah. Yes. But there, so, there's so, no airfare included in that 3,300 bucks, correct? There's not. So you're yeah. there for a full week, correct? A full seven yep. days. So you're spending about no. 400, huh? It's Tuesday through Sunday. Oh, okay. So five days. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's, that is expensive. Um, any, I, I mean, there's no doubt that our, you know, club training camp is going to be cheaper, right? I mean, because we're doing all the stuff yeah. like we're doing. We we take turns doing meals. Yep. And but we go and we purchase all that stuff at the grocery store. Yeah. So for us, we for found a thousand, the house, we do you know yeah, all the things. For us, the last four years has cost about a thousand dollars, and the houses yeah. that we've rented have been about the same cost wise. Right. This year, when we go to Tucson, the price is like. I was like 30 or 40% less for the rental fee of the oh. house. It's significantly less, and it's a very nice house. Um, Lance is spending about 660 bucks a day to do this, but he's getting his own private yurt. And, and if you were early, you probably would have been in the main house in your own bedroom. But does everybody have their yeah. own their own yeah. bedroom there? Yes. So you have that. Yep. You've got a tour guide. You've got food. You've got amenities. You've got everything that you would ever need. Like You don't have to lift a finger if you don't want to. You just, well, just have to show up and ride and eat. That's cool. Yep. I mean, that's a pretty fantastic setup. I mean, if, yeah, it, it would, yeah, we're going to spend a heck of a lot less doing our training camp this year. It'll probably right. end up costing 
for a full week, about 700 to 800 bucks. But that's also us having to pay for rental cars and airfare yeah, and yeah. food and, and all of the things in the house. But, um, you know, that's, that's, and we're little, sharing rooms and you know, we are definitely sharing rooms. So, um, yeah. Lance, is there a way to do cycling house less expensive? Do they have other options where you can maybe just join the rides and maybe have your own accommodations and, and maybe make it be a little less expensive? I don't think so. Huh. I, I I haven't heard of that being a thing. I know that you can, I mean, they do private trips where, you know, we can, they set up the rides for you or, or they give you routes to do and they cook for you, mm-hmm. but it's still, it's, it's a little less expensive than if you do the trip, especially if you're coming with a group of like 20 but but again, you'd be sharing rooms or sharing king size beds, possibly too. You know, if, if you brought like twenty or twenty five people. Sure. So, um, yeah, I, it, um, it, it kind of catered to this, and actually, most of their weeks fill up with clients willing to pay this. I mean, if, if you think about it, most of these clients are in their fifties or sixties. Sure. And they're usually. Um, so it's, it, it's, so your, yeah. your friend that came over from the UK, the one that you've been riding with a little bit, is it something where he gets off a plane and they have somebody there to pick him up from the airport or does he have to rent Correct. a car? So they're picking him up from the airport. Nope. Yep. Oh, it wow. includes transfers from and to the airport. Yep. And that, or that's... if you, if they fly in the night before and they get a hotel the night before they pick him up. Yeah. That's nice. Now they also have a mechanic there. Are they tuning your bike for you, cleaning it up and lubing the chain and putting air in the tires and doing all the things for you? Or are you still responsible for that? They probably would. I haven't asked them to because I've just been doing it myself. Gotcha. But they're probably they're probably so especially the people that rent bikes, they're doing that for all the people that rented one of their bikes for the week. Okay. So, so. if if you didn't have your own bike, you can rent a bike for them or do they include that in the price of the trip? I think you can rent a bike for them, but it's pretty nominal. I gotcha. It's very expensive. But what? yeah. Oh, oh gravel bike or a road bike. Okay. What other amenities are we missing? Is there anything else that is provided in that that pretty hefty fee for the the week i mean granted it's it's worth it for the experience for some people three thousand three hundred dollars is going to be a crap ton of money some people it's just a drop in the bucket and some people it's like yeah i can save up and do that um you know the privacy the food the i um do they have sag vehicles that are out on all the rides they've got the tour guides and they're there to help you out are they and they set up aid stations for you and they tell you the night before, okay, the the van is going to be here with all the nutrition and food and water and whatever you want, and it's going to be here, and yeah, and there's a SAG vehicle if you, so every ride we've gone on, there's been a SAG vehicle that have followed. If somebody wanted to be done, they could they could get in the van, and they have you know a rack on top of the van that will hold you know twelve bikes or something, and they have two vans, so yeah, so. Yeah, they have all 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 the supplies, all the food, and you know the all the snacks you would want on uh-huh. a ride. It's all in, they have all that stuff. It's scratch or honey stinger or or um, stroop waffles, whatever. There's there's whatever you want. Drink mix, 
protein drinks afterwards, recovery drinks. It's all it's all there. You just go in the garage and there's a giant table of it. And you just get what you need. Anything so. you would change thus far? Um, it would be. I, I'm probably not the typical client, but um, I'd I'd be nice to really be pushed a little bit every day. Not, I mean, I have pushed myself plenty hard, but doing 80 or 90 or 100 miles a day and doing that five days in a row would really be kind of a kick to your fitness in the early season. So that 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 would be nice. Anybody giving you a lead out to, I don't know, snipe some KOMs down there? (laughs) If not, even come close. I did get one on today's ride, but that was because it was like a dirt road gravel section that everybody like dances on. And I just ripped through it on my road bike. (laughs) As you do. (laughs) I don't know, Matt. Which is why I broken, probably. (laughs) What do you think, Matt? Is this something that you would do? Yeah, I think uh, what's nice is I think that, you know, it'll cater to... A variety of people, right? Like I think I could see myself and my wife going mm-hmm. to something like this and my wife being okay with it because if she needs to, she can bail out anytime or she can take a day off and she can enjoy the meals and she can enjoy the trip and things like that. And I think that, you know, just having everything taken care of would appeal to her a lot. Yeah. That's so. actually a good question. If Brandy wanted to stay there with you but not do the rides, can she do that? Or are they gonna charge her or how does that work out? It would charge her. But it would be like a non-rider fee, which is less. So basically, just but, covering uh, the food and you know something along the those food lines. Food, gotcha. Yeah, more right. or less. I think I actually think my wife would want to do the rides. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, my wife cool. would not. Yeah, well, <laughs> she would want to go on some but, trail runs, though. Well, that she'd have fun with yeah. that. And so. I think Brandy would want to. She would want to ride. I mean, she's legit. She would ride too. Yeah, and yeah. plenty of people riding that are their speed. I, that sounded really bad, but yeah, there's plenty You're of jerk. There's all speed, <laughs> all ability levels. That, yeah, that's what's attractive ability. about it is that there's more options for there's more abilities. Gotcha. Now going back to like making a, a cheaper, less expensive version of this, is there a way like if somebody's like, dude, I'd, I'd love to go to Tucson, I just can't do three thousand and change for a thing. Is there a way to go down there and do something on the cheap and still kind of had a have a fun, similar experience? Yeah, you could rent an Airbnb yourself and just um, look for. You could go to my Strava and just copy the routes. Yep, you, there you is that. Do that. Yep. And yeah. Then- or does it seem like they're hosting like group rides or club rides or shop rides or stuff like that down there that somebody could jump on just to um, have some camaraderie? Are, yeah. There, there's several meeting points where you could meet. You just have to, I don't, I don't know how you would find those. I mean, one of the things, the Tucson shootout is something that happens every Saturday. And that is a, that's a full gas, you know, race simulation ride that happens every Saturday morning here. And has for almost thirty years. It's what the Savi shootout was mm-hmm. was modeled after. after. Yep. Yeah. So um, yeah, so there's lots of different group rides that you could connect and hook up with if you just came down and rented a place yourself. Gotcha. Yeah. Are you going to jump on so one of those fun. shootout rides before you uh, head home? Um, it's on Saturday, and that's the day oh, we are women. doing Mount. So, and then I think we are turning around and coming home right after that because 
I've been gone too long and there's things that I need to take care of. Yeah, I that miss was, you that's guys. what I wanted to ask. Been too. gone for a minute, huh? <laughs> before you before you go back to Tucson for the team camp, you're gonna come home. I am coming home. All right. Yeah. Sweet. That's not like almost another month, and that's just that's too much. Yeah. So I need to come back. All right. Will you do this camp again? I might, yes. Um Hey, here's one of the options. They have a they have a steamboat gravel camp that they have the week before steamboat gravel. I entered the lottery for steamboat gravel and didn't get in. But if you go to their camp the week before, it includes entry into the oh, race. Wow. So, a little backdoor action there, huh? Yeah. So <laughs> possibility I might do that. That's in August. Um they have great camps in in Tuscany and in Mallorca, and you know, once you meet the guides and the people and see how they do it, it's like okay, okay, this could be. Well, going back to the cost thing, is that a pretty consistent cost across the board, or does that change based on the venue? Um, I don't know. I haven't looked at it that closely, but I think it's pretty consistent. I gotcha. think uh, you know, going to Mallorca is a lot more. You, you got to buy your your own travel, sure. so that. Yeah. Hmm. I rode Mallorca last week on RGT. Yeah, RGT. <laughs> Good times. Anything else you want to tell us about that down there, Lance, before we move on? Uh, it's been fantastic. Everybody hates me even more now. So um, I'm glad you're I'll having just, a good time. Any rock hounding? I'm having a good Oh, yeah. No rock hounding. No time. No. Actually, actually, Tucson is the center for rock and mineral gem shows. And so it is. It's it happens in two weeks in February. So it's happening right now. Brandy and I already have spent several hours at several of the rock and mineral gem shows checking stuff out. So, so yeah. it's, it's like rock talk. This has been rock talk. <laughs> yeah, we need something like this cycling house, but for rock lovers. <laughs> the rock house. The rock house. <laughs> That's rad. I'm jealous. Maybe I can come down here with you one of these days. Team camp. Team camp will work. Yeah. I could figure it out. I could use a little bit of sunshine right about yeah. now. It's, I don't know. It's it, it's just that time of year. It's, when it's sunny out, yep. it's probably windy and cold as hell. Yep. And so you're like, ugh. You I know, know. I've, I've been wanting to go bike because it's been sunny, but I've been like, oh, it's we really have to bundle up. Yeah. You almost cold. want like a, a cloudy day where it's like upper yeah. 40s, you right. know, and, and, but you don't want the rain to come down. I don't know. It's just that time of year where it's like, all right, this can be done now. Move on. But you know what? 38 more days. 38 more days. Until we change the clocks forward and things start to get better. Yep. Looking forward to it. Yep. <laughs> awesome sauce. Well, Lance, I hope you're having a good time down there. We are definitely looking forward to you coming back. But you're still freaking jackhole. <laughs> yep. All right. Fair enough. Let's move on. Champ Bailey. Top Champ five here. In the top five. Champ here. Champ, you in the house? Did you go to Tucson, Champ? Champ, Champ's gonna I am here. Of- I have not paid attention to what has been happening in racing for the last uh, week or so. So I know there's a couple of stage races that are happening on the world tour, but they're not big stage races. No. Stage races. There was a huge crash today in one of the stage right. races. Um, they neutralized the whole it, race, right? I can't even say the name. I don't even know it. But the the crash was so bad they actually neutralized the race. Huh. So that no good. Any um, notable names get hurt in that by chance, or is it just 
No. Let's see. I don't think any got hurt. All right. Uh, but somebody was left hanging from a bridge. Oh, jeez. Oh. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I, but I'm looking at the pictures now, and I'm I'm starting to crack up. Yeah. He they oh, crashed. Yeah. He almost went over the bridge. He's hanging on the edge of the bridge. They're on. Oh my and lord! So, and his buddy, he's literally guys, like holding on. Like that's like a grabbing. that's a substantial drop there. That's like that's oh, no bueno. <laughs> Which race was that again? Uh, Cycling picture of the year. This guy hanging off the edge of a bridge after a crash. Is that a Jayco team guy? Looks stage, like stage two. Itole de besieges. I don't know. No, that's much better than I would have. I would have butchered that Nailed so bad. It. I would have butchered it so bad. It might have been right. I don't know. Crazy. All right. What else is going on? Yes. There's not a whole lot. The Saudi tour is also going on, which is different than the UAE tour, mm-hmm. which will probably have a little fireworks because Pogaccia will be racing in the UAE tour and this okay. is the Saudi tour. So, but it. Saudi uh, tour actually looks pretty interesting. Have you watched any race footage from that? It kind of looks I like, seen- it looks like the desert of the Southwest, like a kind of has a little bit of a Utah South. Really? Southern Utah kind of look to it. But granted, it's it looks a little bit more desolate, but it's, I don't know, it's kind of cool looking. There's like lots of punchy climbs from some rollers, and it's like like nice roads like in the middle of the desert, but it's got a little bit of this like kind of Grand Canyon-esque look in the background or like the Southern Utah look. It's uh, it's interesting. I don't know, it's not somewhere I want to go race because half the time I see any kind of race footage, it looks like there's a big sandstorm blowing through there. I'm like, that's the last thing I want to be doing is yeah. like yeah. pushing watts and trying to suck all of that down. But I don't know. I think Dylan Gronewagen's been kind of handling his business down there pretty well at that. He's won a couple of the stages. And if I'm not mistaken, was in the leader's jersey as of yesterday. He's tied for the lead in the in the points classification right now. Okay. Dylan Gronewagen. With Jonathan Milan, a name I don't even know from Bahrain, victorious. Yeah, he that so. that guy's got a heck of a sprint too, so he'll be fun to watch going forward. Won't Run. be that long until we have the spring classics. Yeah, coming up. There's a little bicycle race this weekend, isn't there? Um, I yes, the world championships are happening. There you go, in, oh boy. In cyclocross. So uh, that is will be happening Sunday morning for us. Um, I, I actually, when I got dropped off at camp, I forgot my iPad, and I I made my wife drive back from Phoenix to give me the iPad. What? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I hate yeah, you so I'm much right jerk. now. I think I just would have bought another one. My wife, if I had asked my <laughs> wife. <laughs> yeah. So. That should be exciting. Um, do you, real it, quick, do you happen to know how people can watch that, where it's going to be streamed, what time it's on? Do you have any of that information? Flow Sports and GCN. Okay. That's what I remember. That's correct. And roughly um, what time does Flow it start at? Let me see. It's probably like Flow super Sports. early on Sunday. It will start 5 a.m. Mountain Standard Time Okay. Um, on Sunday. So it will be on Flow Sports. It is actually really fascinating. See, I just started the video, and now it's making noise. And um, GCN, I don't think it's on GCN Plus. Okay. Huh. I mean, not here in the U.S., but maybe somewhere. That's what I was thinking. Get your VPN yeah. going, yep. Yeah. Get your VPN. If you have a VPN, you'll be able to see it. Yeah. So for those that want to watch it on Flow Sports, will they have to subscribe to Flow Sports to watch said race, or this is this going to be one that they'll just publicly 
broadcast for everybody to watch? I do not believe they publicly broadcast it. You, if you wait until the afternoon, the race should be on YouTube at some point in the afternoon. Just, someone's just going to post it there. Yeah. So just stay off social media, keep your fingers in your ears and walk around the house saying la, 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 la until the afternoon and watch the yeah. race, right? That's right. Yeah. And hopefully That's you don't right. see any race results while you're scrolling through uh, the old YouTubes to find well, said race. Or work, wake up at four in the morning. You might as well just wait and wait until the afternoon and watch it when it's streaming somewhere. I don't know. Yeah. And I'm not a big fan of flow sports. I've talked about that before. Hmm. All right. Sounds fun. Anything else, champ? I got nothing. Champ out. <laughs> Matt Legrand. There's, there's no triathlon news. There's no like, triathlon, no it's running, no nothing. It's right all, now, it's all right quiet now it's time. Indoor track season for collegiate runners and stuff like that. Okay. Are you going to do a race this year? Sure. I'll do something. I'll probably do. Well, I was thinking, okay, well, here's, here's, I'm probably going to blow your one last thing. Mike Myers Memorial time trial. It's coming up. It's coming up. Yeah. I'm going to do that. I think yeah, as, long as, as long as I'm around, weeks out. I don't think I'll do well, but that doesn't matter. Does no, it? Just, go, there and just do, go there and have fun. Smile on your face. Yeah. Have yep. fun. I don't have a, a, a TT bike that's functional. So road bike it. We can, we can make something functional on that. You, yeah. want, you want to build a little Franken bike? No. <laughs> You're done with that bad boy, huh? I'm done with the trek. Nice. Cool beans. All right. Um, hey, we have um, these people that, that support the show, and they do cool things, and they're called Patreons. Patreons. You guys ever heard of Patreon before? It's a pretty cool thing. It is cool. Yeah, so the, uh, the old Patreon, who we uh, are fond of because you know people can become Patreons, um, they can go on there and they can support the show and they can sign up for something as little as five bucks just to support us. I think you can even put in your own desired amount too, just to help support the show and helps cover some of the overhead and the cost. We're not like lining our waltz and, and going and doing big cycling camps down at the, you know, cycling house in Tucson. Cold and cycling camps. <laughs> just paying for, you know, stuff like hosting and websites and all that fun stuff. But um, we do appreciate all of the people that um, support us through the show. And if you are interested in becoming a Patreon yourself, you can go to dialpodcast.com. There is a link there to the Patreon, and you can go pick a level that works best for you. Last week, I said that um, our winner can go to the social medias where we um, post the uh, the podcast uh, thumbnail, which is the artwork that you see when you look at the podcast show. Um, I'm not sure if he went there because I haven't heard from him yet, but a patron of ours, Mr. Chris Hitchcock, was the winner of last week. Congratulations. So, yeah, I just wanted Chris. to put that out there in case. What does he, he win? Uh, he gets to come pull something out of the grab bag. And there's actually the a lot bag. of stuff in there. We are always, we keep it down at the Dow Cycling Lab. We've got a bunch of stuff that gets put in there. And cool we're, socks, I'm, cool, the cool stocks water bottles, the, uh, cool. And like, uh, we get different um, companies, vendors, and whatnot that come through there quite often. Um, and they'll give us like swag and whatnot. We'll put it in there. And sometimes it's some pretty cool stuff. So, um, yeah, they get to come down. They get to pick out whatever it is that they might want out of said bag. This week, we're going to do something a little bit different again, and this week what we're going to do is we're going to post this up, and the thumbnail will again go on Instagram, and for all of our followers um, out there who are Patreons, if you go to that post and in the comment section, if you can write down the answer to this question inside the comment, we will uh, give you a prize. And that question is um, Mr. Tony Martin. He retired recently. I think he retired at the end of the in 2022, so last year, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. What was Tony Martin's nickname in the cycling peloton? So write Tony Martin's I'm nickname. I'm just gonna say the German bullet. <laughs> German. He's German, right? 
just something like that. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's adjacent to that. It's in the same ballpark. He's, but he, he was such he was so much fun to watch as an aspiring time trialist myself. Yeah, not really, but like he was just <laughs> like at that in that era, he was the best time trialist, and he was fun to watch. Yeah. So anyway, go uh, post that up there if you're a patron or if you want to enter yourself in said competition and you notice that nobody has uh, posted something up there, you can go make yourself a patron and put your little answer on the old Instagram post there and winner, winner, chicken dinner. So we will uh, we'll do that. What do you think about this, Matt? What if we did it for the first three people that post that up there? Yeah, because we if if we have a lot of stuff to give we've away, we've got a let's lot. Of, that's why I asked because we got a lot of stuff that yeah. been. I don't want it to overflow. So let's let's say the first three people to post up Tony Martin's nickname. That'd okay. be fantastic. Cool. All right, moving on. Moving right along. I, I, I'm still getting this whole like <clears throat> the order backwards thing. model thing figured out, but I think we're. I we're talked doing to right one of our way. listeners and, and she said that they prefer it this way. Really? Way with like our like us doing the topic first and then kind of fades to black. I don't know. <laughs> I actually talked to somebody that told it's me the same. same. Actually, two somebody's that told me the okay. same thing. So, so so far so good. Okay, unless we hear otherwise. Yeah. So on that note, let's backpedal. Lance, do you want to backpedal, or have you already done all of your backpedaling? <laughs> I have done all my backpedal. You do not want to hear anything more about the glorious ride. I just I'm just gonna, just just throw out some numbers for us. You've been doing about fifty sixty a day, or what? Uh, yeah, I've, it's, what is today is, what day is today? Is it Thursday? It's Thursday, all day long. Yeah, I've done, uh, almost 12 hours this week already and it's Thursday and it's, um, uh, today was, I did 64, um, yesterday I did almost 70 and the first day I did 27. And the Queen stage so, you said is Mount Lemon, and that is on Sunday or Saturday? Sunday. Sunday. Okay. And that'll be fifty-five miles and like seven thousand feet of climbing, something like okay. that. Nice. Are you gonna take a day off on Monday? Yes. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> there was a day that you uh, and I were texting back and forth, and you told me that you felt like you hit a wall because you finally took a day off for the first time since the beginning of December, if I'm not mistaken, right? That is correct. I had been going like four weeks full gas, like 20 hour weeks. I, you know, I came to Arizona and all of a sudden, it, you know, the weather was like decent. And so I just wanted to like soak it all in. And I was doing like two hour workouts every day, along with like an extra hour or two of endurance after the workout. Wow. And, and then, um, it's training yeah, peaks, I, like, what are you doing? Yes, we we talked last week. I talked about possibly doing a mountain bike race. That was going to be my next question because I told yeah. you I'm like it might be wise to to miss that. I I woke up the day of the race and I'm like, oh hell no, I can't. <laughs> I not feel good. So did yeah, you end up I, taking two I, days I, off back to back? Um, I think I rode like an hour or something like that. I did something easy. But then, but the day we drove down here from from Phoenix, yeah, I took that day off completely. Were you dealing with Did FOMO I? all day of the that race, or were you happy with your decision? And I was I was happy with my decision because when I checked the results, it was a I didn't know this. It was a brand new race. It was very poorly attended. I mean, my my age division had like two people in it, so I'm I'm glad I didn't. I'm glad I I'm glad I didn't go do it. So. But you could have won. You would have been on the podium if there was two people. Come on, man. 
Right. <laughs> that's I all you got to tell me. That's all you got to do is post the podium <laughs> shot. Like, I'm on the podium, guys. Look at this. This is awesome. Check me. <laughs> <laughs> Came in three out of three. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's all good. Cool. Anything else? Nope. That's it. Sweet. Matt Legrand, backpedal. Uh, I don't have anything crazy like Lance to discuss, but I've been on Zwift. I think I'm doing that tour to Zwift still. Yeah, how's it going? Fine. Yeah, have fun. Yeah, it's been. I mean, I actually think I'm riding better than I was a month or two ago, and I've been swimming a lot. And I was running quite well until I think I overdid it, and Uh uh, now I'm trying to back off and just like it's a calf strain thing. It's not like a Achilles problem. So. Taking a little bit easier on the run for the next couple of days until I get to Hawaii. I'm going to Hawaii That's on right. Monday. Wow. So Evan and I will both be gone for next week. Sweet. So we'll have to figure out the podcast. But how long um, are you guys going to be gone for? Is that a whole week long a whole week. trip? Yeah. Sweet. A whole week. I mean, Evan's going Saturday to Saturday, and I'm going Monday to Monday. Nice. So. And are you going with all the kids or just your My wife? My whole family's going. We're bringing the whole family. And actually, we're staying, family, we're staying huh? in a different part of the island than Evan. We're like an hour away from him. Okay. So I may not see him like the whole week. We'll see. Oh, geez. Now, I'm told that like David Goodman's going to yep. be there, Dustin Shockton, yep. Yep. you and Evan. Who else? Um, and they're uh, in the families. In the families. Yep. That's a lot of folks. It should be pretty good. I'm going to rent a bike one day and go ride with those guys. Uh-huh. Or we'll see. I mean, I don't know if I'll really be able to stick with them. but Okay. What fun. airline are you flying on? Uh, I don't know. I was gonna say you could just take your bike with you, but that's probably more hassle than it's worth if you're just gonna I think ride I'm one day. I'm just gonna ride like one day. Well, I want to do some. I want to do a lot of swimming, a lot of open water swimming. Sure. I want to do a lot of running. Okay. If my calf comes back around. Yeah. And um, my oldest kid is a big time swimmer, and he wants to like train. So not necessarily oh, open water swimming. He wants to like go to the pool and do like lap swimming. Huh. This is a state meet coming up, and he has like he's you know in the thick of it for being one of the top swimmers. Wow. So. That's impressive. He's yep. He's all in on swimming, all the time. So Sweet. That's where we're at. Cool. Um, my week last week, this past week, just a bunch of RGT rides. I don't think I rode outside. I went. I I was going to ride outside one time. Mm-hmm. Supposed to do a gravel ride, and um, in short, my my front wheel is having some issues, and I figured that out like. Oh, right before. Right before the ride. I went to go put air in it, and it's just like leaking out. So I think I've got a little bit of a rim tape issue, and I just haven't had a chance to uh, remedy said problem. I thought I had it fixed, and I didn't. And what, so I What gotta, size tires are those? Uh, it's a 45 in the front and a 40 in the back. 45, 40. Yeah. Okay. Um, and that's not because I'm trying or something different or doing anything different. It was just because we were out of 40s at the time. And yep. so I just put a 45 on there. And not for nothing, kind of like it. I know, right? Yeah. I mean, it grabs real nice up front. It still rolls I good. I honestly think like, Go big. Yeah. Go big or go home. Yeah. Go big. Have fun. <laughs> now, on the flip side of that though, training seems like it's turning for me. It's it's getting better. Really? Like I the acupuncture, the flexibility work, the strength stuff that I'm doing, the the physical therapy stuff that I'm intertwining in there and doing with the, the acupuncturist who's like mm-hmm. a therapist as well. Um, it seems like it's causing things to settle down. I've been doing a really good job of like ingesting a lot of anti-inflammatories. Here's a here's a crazy one. Okay. My wife insisted that I do this with her because it's really good for um, inflation, Infla- inflammatory, in, inflammatory responses yep. and whatnot. Is drinking celery juice, fresh squeezed celery. celery juice, and she's tried this before. She wanted to get back on it, and we did this whole uh, dry January, and we're into yep. dry February now. Okay, and I had, I had wine last night. Did you? I was like February first. 
<laughs> have me a have me a little sip of wine. There you go. But I'm going to stay the course with that because you know there's a yeah. infl- inflammatory response there from True. alcohol as well, and you know cutting out sugars and and trying to do all the little things. And she's like, oh, so your hips feeling better? She's like, it's the celery juice. Celery I'm like, juice. it's not your freaking celery juice. How but- do you? I don't even know how you juice celery. Like, I feel like you would try to juice it and you would just get nothing. Be like it, rock hounding and like let's get some let's get some juice out of these rocks. <laughs> You'd be you would be amazed. And she, no joke, it it, it juices up quickly. We have a nice right. juicer that we can use for this harum, uh, if I'm not mistaken. It's made specifically for like very fibrous fruit or vegetables okay. and whatnot. And you can do beets in it as well. And I've I've purchased some beets because I'm gonna get back on that. I, that's a whole other story. But I did beets for God years and years, and yeah. that was when I was in the best shape of my life. But um, she will. She gets up and she makes it for us in the morning. I uh, usually do nice. all the coffee. She's like, "I'll make the celery juice. You make the coffee." I'm like, "All right." So Deal. she brings me up like no joke. It's like twenty ounces of it, and it's it's not that bad tasting. Just mm-hmm. chug it down and drink it, and move on with the rest. Of, well, and then I drink probably another 24, 25 ounces of water after that, and then I drink coffee. So you can guess what I'm doing for the rest of the yep. morning. But um, I, I don't know. It, it maybe. Helping a little, but the secret. Uh, I don't know. Secret it's just one of those little things. But the the moral of the story is, is my hip has been feeling better. So Good. we have been doing um, more aggressive team rides and putting in more like hot sections on the, mm-hmm. the the RGT rides that we've been doing. And I've been able to keep up and there's been some pretty pretty spicy things. And I'm not not wanting to quit because of my hip. It's more of like, ah, crap, I got to get my fitness in check. So, but I don't let myself quit. I, I get through it. Yeah. I hold on. And, and I've had a couple of decent results with some is of Is there our, a team ride tonight? There is. Yeah. Okay. We do team rides every Tuesday and Thursday on RGT. And then we're trying to get back to our, um, at least for the time being, uh, Wednesday night gravel rides mm-hmm. at nighttime in the dark when uh, the weather is compliant, okay. when yeah. it's not basically pouring down rain. Right. So. That'd be fun. That's cool. But I've been doing eight and a half, nine hours of riding, and this week will be the uh, the first time to hit ten hours in quite some time. We're doing a sixty. It'll oh, for me it'll okay. be about sixty five miles on Saturday outside, um, and that's going to be like the thing that tells me like, okay, this whole training camp, it's gonna it's gonna fly. It's gonna right. work. You're gonna be able to do it, and you're just gonna have to like maybe do a few more of these things um, so that you can get the, so I can get the fitness up so that I don't die when we show up to training camp. But this will tell me a lot about where I'm at with my fitness. So Lance um, is going to kill us training camp. You're going to kill everyone. I hope I do better than I did last year. I was terrible last year. Well, last year was hard. That was a hard training camp. There was so much climbing. Like we were like excited to see a day that was just 5,000 feet of elevation gain. Yeah. And like, oh, yes, it's an easy day. And like, there was plenty of days where it was well over 10,000 feet. Now, you could opt out of that, but it's, that was, that's not your, 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 your mom and dad's 10,000 feet. This was like, oh my gosh, I'm going up something that's 25% grade and you're like dying and you're just trying to get a pedal over just so you don't fall over kind of stuff several times. What is Tucson like in comparison to that? I mean, I'm sure. There's some climbs out there. I'm sure it's got some hills and some rollers in it, but do you amass the the elevation gain quite as quickly as you do down there in Southern California where we're at in Fallbrook? No, the no. Mount Lemon is the major climb. Now, um, it, it, there's a lot of foothold hills around town, so you can still have a lot of rolling climbs, but um, having 10,000 feet days or 13,000 feet days. I think there was one day Something like that, last yeah. week. I, um, that, w- that would be harder to do here. Gotcha. So 
I'm really looking forward to getting some uh, recon notes from you on Mount Lemon, and I'm really forward, looking forward to seeing what some of our teammates can do down there, and there's a reason behind that. So I was talking with uh, a friend and teammate, uh, David Bussey, from uh, the, the ODZ squad. Yeah. Um, he, does, he rides with ODZ virtually and rides with us in the real world. Um, he was telling me that ODZ is doing their training camp down there the week before us, and Ooh. that they go down there to is it Fountain Hills or Fountain something. Is that what it's called? Fountain Hills, Fountain. That's up in uh, up in the the Phoenix area. Gotcha. But that's only two hours from here. Yep. So. so they stay there, but they go down and they do Mount Lemon. And he's like, "All right, I've got one assignment for you guys. When you go down yeah. there, he's like, you got to beat all the ODZ guys' times Ooh, going up Mount Lemon. That could be hard. I'm like, who's got all of the best times going up there? And he's like, oh, I think it's Justin Wagner. I think Wags might have it. And I'm like, hmm, he's a beast, man. Yeah, he's a strong dude. I I have no chance at at even coming close to what he's done right now. Maybe back in the day, but right now, just nothing. But we've got a couple people going with us that I right. think could could put some really significant numbers up there. And I'm really curious to see what Paul first does. Paul, his fitness right now is absurd. Like that kid is like, he's always been strong, but he's like stupid, ridiculously fast and strong right now. And he just like plays with us when we do our team rides or right. we do anything outside or inside. He's like a cat playing with a mouse. And then he's just like, when he wants to go, he, he just leaves. He's like, bye guys. We'll see you later. I'm like, oh, Jack hole. <laughs> so good for him. But I like, uh, I like I'm seeing good things happen. To curious people. to see what he does on Mount Lemon when we go down there, because I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna wind him up and I'm gonna tell him like, you go get that done, son. <laughs> you, you represent. So hopefully he can put up a good time. The KOM is still held by Lionel Sanders. It is roughly an hour and eleven minutes. Oofed. I am I am anticipating three hours what? for myself. No. Yes. No. Lance, he this we're talking I about a triathlete would... here. Okay, so you got to take him down. I know. So I that's what I'm looking at. And Sam Long is up there. Yeah. Great Duel is up there. Up there. Um there's a bunch of big names, obviously. But yeah. I, I'm thinking if I break three hours, it'll be it'll be a good day. Are you being me. serious? You're trying to be funny. I'm not being funny. Dead serious, huh? I'm being serious. Twenty yeah. twenty three miles, you said? And isn't the average grade like five percent? It's four point seven because there it's roughly six percent the whole way, and there's one flattish little downhill section uh -huh. that makes the average like four seven percent for the whole thing. Gotcha. Are so, there some punchy climbs in there, or does it stay pretty consistent? Stays pretty consistent, from huh. what I understand. I don't know. I'm going to so, say that you're going to easily go under two and a half. I, I don't know. I'm 185 pounds still. I don't know that I'm going to. Haul that much weight faster than if it that. was a six percent grade and you're having a six seven percent i would say yeah you're probably right but i don't i, I think it averaging it out to under five even with that little dip in there and whatnot i i still think you're going to go faster than you think you are if the food wasn't so well, damn good at the cycling house i'm eating the food <laughs> awesome all right let's uh do one last thing and call it a day Matt Legrand, you're always good at going first. I posted a video yesterday with the one and only Evan Price. I think swimming. I saw a thumbnail for that, okay. and I haven't had a chance to watch so, it yet. So um, one of Evan's friends, Ari Clow, is a professional triathlete as well. He lives in Seattle, sure. and he comes down occasionally yeah. to work out with Evan. And uh, this was one of those situations where he showed up, and they did a swim workout, and they were like, come film. And I was like, all right. So I filmed their swim. It was like 
So, so something like back of the pack something or other? Isn't yep, that what you called that's it? That's why I named it back yeah. of the pack pro triathlete swimmers. Because they're that that's the truth, right? They're not the top swimmers in the sport. Sure. But they're getting faster. Uh-huh. And it's a very um someone was like, This is super dramatic. And it is like the the whole thing is like these guys are working hard, they're breathing hard, you know, the 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 mint I would say like the the mood of the whole video sure. is that it's it's very dramatic style video. And it's short, it's like two and a half minutes and it's like swim they're swimming faster they're getting there they're they're no longer becoming you know back of the pack swimmers or whatever it is so check it out watch it do you like doing that kind of stuff a little bit more I, in the vein of documentary or storytelling this one is more like short motivational style okay and i do like that a lot um and i would like i really wanted wouldn't mind getting into like documentary style Sweet. videos if i can find the right stories and stuff like that but they're also a lot more work, and mm-hmm. we'll see. I, I still want to keep my like weekly schedule. Yep. So the next video I'm working on for while I'm gone in Hawaii is about that NYX biosensor sweat patch that you – and it's not going to be – if you skip a video, that's fine because that one is just like <laughs> – it's basically me being like, yeah, I, am, I struggled with this patch. It just constantly didn't work. And Are you putting on the wrong part of your body? <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, it's actually supposed to go on your bicep. That's the like required location for it. That's where I put it, and it constantly like failed. It would just be like failed to upload, failed to connect, failed to. I mean, it was just a mess. Did you so, try and put it on any other body parts, Matt? Pass. <laughs> we okay. So you only get you only get five of these, or I think you only get like four patches. For, and then you can buy refills of the patches. And those are like single-use patches. So they're like $6.25 each time you use one. Oh, this so product is destined to do what? You're, <laughs> you're, you're not going to want to just put them anywhere and play around with them. You're going to oh. want to put them right where they're supposed to be and try and use it correctly so that you can get information about your sweat. Hmm. And uh, it was still a struggle. So that video is coming out. It's going to come out sometime while I'm gone, probably next Wednesday, if I can make that scheduled and built and put together see what i can do chester make an appearance in that video by chance he the way i'm growing this beard out is That's looking like I'm asking, it. Yeah. yeah um no no chester he is uh he's barred from the channel for a while but um i, I do need to get rid of this beard before i go to hawaii april so. 1st is less than two months it's, away now i so. know and i've got ideas but they're like too too I think that they're too aggressive of an idea or they're too ambitious because yeah. it'll be hard to pull off. Maybe you need to go away with like a big handlebar mustache or something like I that. Know. that would be I only fantastic. know one guy that can pull off a stash like that. <laughs> I, I miss it terribly. Yep. Nice. Lance Epler, you got one last thing for us? Um, I don't have one last thing. I'm actually looking forward to, to coming home. I've been gone too long already. So What's the, what's the time frame? When are you going to make it back? You're going to slow ride it? Uh, we'll probably slow ride it, but we'll, I'm, I'm thinking Tuesday. We'll probably be home by Tuesday wow. is my guess. Okay. Sweet. Cool. My yeah. one last thing, Matt, Matt did kind of mention a little yeah. bit earlier, is going to be the Michael Myers Memorial Time Trial. That will be on February, no, February, March, March 19th. 19th. So okay. it's, uh, it's a month and change away, a month and a half. And uh, we will be hosting that on Sunday the 19th out at Vancouver Lake. That's going to be amazing. I'm excited about that. Yeah. Hopefully we have good weather. Yeah. That's always a crapshoot that time of year. You never know what you're going to get. You never know. Last year was good. It was. We're going to rinse and repeat what we did last year, all the good things. And I don't think we really did anything bad last year. We're just going to try and make it a little bit better. So I have a video about that race from last year. Yeah. 
and that like if people are curious about like what the ride is or whatever that might be a good like reference point to see like what it what what it's like it's flat as a pancake out there oh yeah i think it's like 16 feet of elevation gain over yeah. the 12.3 miles something ridiculously low so yeah. but um yeah we will uh, set that up and we're another big emphasis on the eddie category um we'll have a bunch of juniors categories out there all of the different age group categories for your traditional tt bikes and we're gonna have a bunch of uh stuff to give away and prizes and raffles and we're gonna have you know food again hopefully better food mm -hmm. and it's just gonna be a very party-like atmosphere hopefully um Good. don't want people to just show up do a race and leave we want them to stick around and we want it to be more of an experience and kind of celebrate it and have fun like michael would have appreciated yeah I'll bring those Wahoo rollers again i don't think that many people used them but they're great for like warming up because you can put any bike on them and there you go yeah i remember last year <laughs> um that was i rode my new bike for the very first time right it wasn't even it wasn't that was literally the first time i rode it i remember when you were warming up you were like i need to borrow something to like put your batteries on you just like switch your batteries out from one thing to get power or something i don't yeah, know it was like last some, minute switches yeah and then my um seat post wasn't totally uh, locked in it didn't have the carbon paste on it while i was out there riding it slipped down like about an inch during yeah. the actual race yeah, quad burn yeah that was that was stupid but Hey, you know, that's what you do sometimes. Cool. All right. Anything else, guys? That's it. No, no more. That's it. Should we let Lance go back to his uh, his little bougie Lance, cycling camp he's here? Got dinner. Is that is the top, is the top of that yurt opener? Is that a window or is that open to the the skies? It's a window. You, it's a skylight. You can crank it open if it, if it gets hot. Do you have air conditioning so, in there? Yeah, it is right. Oh, I look at that. Okay. Yeah. Lance is literally inside of a yurt right now, but it actually looks pretty cool. And it's a pretty That's big nice. space. You can spread out pretty good and you've, you've got it all to yourself. So, I mean, you're not in a house with a bunch of other people. I think that I almost would prefer that, to be honest with you. Yeah. That's just nice. me. But I like my, my alone time. Cool. All right. We will be back next week with another one of these. And until then, bye for now. Bye.